This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for... An Earful of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much alike. That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Hello and welcome. Uh, this is, uh, this is Casey Shear Stanford. We've already been playing some music, but this is actually the real Earful of Convoy. This is the real stuff now. This is, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, you just started listening. But if you were listening to the radio, you heard Fang You did not just start, well, maybe you just started listening. We have no way to know. But it's good to know the history. It gives you the context. Where mm-hmm. our brains are right now, what what our hearts are feeling. Uh, Venga Babes from Outer Space by the Venga Boys. Yep. We just heard, and mm-hmm. before that, uh, Bat Dance by Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take these loons down a bit. Feel free. Okay. It's your right as American. Uh... So the uh, Venga Babes, it's yep. weird because it's uh, the it's, Venga it's Boys. It's Venga Guys, but it's Venga Babes, but who knows? Who knows? There's, the Venga Boys is the band. Yep. There's four of them. Yep. This is, of course. Two, two of them are men. Roy and Robin. Roy and Robin. Yes. Roy, I, I just know Roy. But uh, you should know Robin, too. Okay. You, and can, then, look at the, you can look at the uh, liner notes to see uh, I, pictures I, of them. I put it far away. Um, and that's Bad Dance. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Loons, <laughs> and that's Vanga Boys. Nice. Um, you got Roy, you got Robin. Got Roy, got Robin. Roy and Robin. So there's, Anyone else you got? There's Robin on the left wearing a sailor suit, as he, he does. As he does. Uh-huh. On the right is Roy wearing a cowboy suit. As he does. With no shirt. One sailor, one cowboy. And they have the two uh, other Vanga Boys. Kim who are women, and Denise. The female Vanga Boys. Mm-hmm. Kim and Denise. Yep. Uh, yeah, but there's... Apparently, there's also a concept of Venga Babes. Venga Babes, and they're in space. They're in space, and... And uh, they pe- sure sound like men. <laughs> they really sound like men. And yeah. it's, it's women singing about the Venga Babes, so it's men. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you should know that. Uh, but we're not here to talk about that. You mm. might think we are, because uh, we've been talking about it for a while, yep. uh, but we're not. We're no, we're talking con- about the film Convoy. Yes, and if you heard from my intro, we talk about Convoy, we, we pick it apart. We do. We pick it apart five minutes at a time. We break it down. We're, this show will tackle the tenth five minutes of the movie Convoy. In other words, it is uh, episode uh, 50 minutes to 55 minutes. 50 minutes to 55 minutes, if you're counting by uh, by minutes. Uh, yeah, should we uh, go to our theme song, or should we give any news in the meantime? Um, let's, uh, yeah, let's do the news. Let's do the news. We ready for the news? Yeah, news? News. Welcome to the news. Uh, so we have not... F- okay, so the news you're probably wondering, uh, we have not fixed our problem with the 404 page. Nope, the 404 page still stands as as not great. It, it actually is all in your hands because it's a web server issue. It's not a. Uh, it's not a mm. anything with our website. You used to have a good 404 page. Yeah. When it was uh, dynamic. So uh, there's an issue open on it on GitHub. Mm-hmm. And if you have any issues with our website, you can open issues at uh, Buford Sharkley. That's at uh, github.com slash Buford Sharkley slash Convoy. Please uh, feel free to open issues Let about us know. anything. Yeah, yep. absolutely. 
Uh, any of the convoy-related web... Pro- you're full of convoy-related web properties. Absolutely. Or even if there's any convoy-related web properties that you would like to file issues for, we'll take those, too. People who say this in the end, I'll say it now. Like and subscribe if yep. you want to on mm-hmm. iTunes. Like or- and subscribe. Uh, Give us a rating. Yeah, even if it was on the radio, you can like yep. and subscribe. You can, don't yep. even have to download it. Click that button. Just Yeah, you, yep. if you want to, you're free to. Uh, other news, we're on Mitomo. Uh, Earful of Convoys on Mitomo. Is, wait... <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so we have uh, we have a group on Mitomo where uh, convoy fans can talk to each other. Okay. So yeah, you should uh, you should. Uh, Mitomo doesn't have groups. Well, I created the Mitomo okay. group for convoys, so please uh, like and subscribe us there. And I think Alala Rubio is still uh, still winning. Well, if you use a real search engine like DuckDuckGo, it okay. finds us no problem. All right, good. Uh, any other news? Um, the uh, 2015 Bordeaux fe- uh, futures are uh, looking pretty hot right now. That sounds boring. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so uh, our famous theme song. That's a nice, uh, <laughs> nice fuzz. I don't think anyone hears the fuzz. Fuzz box. Oh, it's good to be back. Good to be back to this one. Last week's was bad. Another two minutes forty-five out of us here. Okay, I love the mic on, which I think is a nice change of pace. Okay. I'll just buy you more prep time. No, it's, it's our theme song. Okay, fine. And what's the point of Seinfeld having a theme song? That is true. It is really good.
good theme song. It would have been great if that synced up perfectly. It did. It, it synced up pretty perfectly. Well, at the end, not. Oh. Okay, there it is. There we go. And we're back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're talking Convoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just in case you need it, any point in the show. Yeah. So, uh, sync. That's a that's a very dangerous power, and I think it's going to screw up your other uh, audio engineering. Uh, <laughs> I really think you should turn that off. Yeah, I mean, if the show goes longer than ten hours, we're going to run into some problems. But as long as we keep the show under ten hours, anytime so, you need it. So you're saying there's going to be no other audio that you're going to need to play? Is that what you're saying? I think uh, you're gonna we'll, we'll, figure, we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. You're going to have to play it. the let's, bear in the air. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Please, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, so sync now or sync later. Now? It goes really well with the loons. It does. Okay, uh, let's. I say sync now. Okay, so yeah, so employer uh, hyphen loop zero hyphen no mouse input temp blue convoy hyphen zero ten dot mp four. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready? Uh, oh wait, wait, wait! I'm not ready at all. Oh well, you better get ready. Yeah, just stall. Play, play some music. No, I'll play some music. Okay. Okay, I'm um, Okay, here we go. I'm ready almost for the ready. Almost ready. All right. I am, I'm approaching being ready. Okay, I'm um, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Three, two, two one, one, and play. Oh, beautiful! Wow, the sounds of the uh, of the of the uh, loud car. The sounds of my computer. That's what was wrong. Sounds, my computer. sounds of Arizona Ranger, one. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with our first segment. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! This is spoiler. That was well timed. That was that was one time where it was well timed. <laughs> yeah. uh, spoiler alert: We go in and we uh, talk about uh, what what uh, the movie spoiler.com says about this five minutes of convoy to give you an idea of what we're going to hear today. Uh, so yeah, let's start where it is: the convoy and Lyle Lyle Bookman uh, Lyle slash Bookman's car survive the dirt road and follow behind. They reach the convoy, but are held back by Spider Mike, who swings his truck left and right. <laughs> what's, what's funny about That's that? That's what he does. He swings his truck left and right. He's a swinger. Yep. Uh, Mike gets on the CB, says he's going to let them by between himself and Pigpen. In a Ma- manner of speaking. In a manner of speaking, yes. Uh, Lyle and Bookman go to pass through, then Pigpen and Mike slowly come together and sandwich the state trooper's car. They do. After the car stops and the convoy continues on, Lyle calls for help in the next town. Chief Stacy Love of NM replies. Of NM. The convoy... You have to save space. Yeah, you do. The convoy reaches... The surfing webpages of the moviespot.com is not free. Nope. The convoy reaches the New Mexico state border. As the convoy begins passing through NM, other truckers call in the CB and ask to join. Among them, Big Nasty. And that's that's where we Big stop. nasty. That's where we stop. All right, that was a uh, spoiler alert. Okay, so let's talk about these five minutes, huh? Let's talk about these five minutes. Okay, um, we've got mostly mostly driving action. Yeah, I mean, so that was a short summary, which is a good sense of nothing much is happening. Not much happens. There's basically two segments here. Yep. First is when the first is the crunch, the crunch, the crunch, 
Uh, yeah, where they, they wreck Lau's car. You can tell this is something that was supposed to be a massive uh, endeavor. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's supposed to be a big crowd pleaser. Yeah. I, it, it, it moves a little... Uh, it, it feels a little slow-paced, though. Yeah, it's not... I, I'd say compared to what really got my heart racing... The first time, the big mounds of dust. Yeah. That got my heart that racing. That was great. And this is kind of the... this. Is, I mean, this is the... This should be the sort of relaxed... Or this should be the... the Calm after that storm. Uh, this is how I calm down. Yes, the calm after the storm. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but it's but not, it isn't. But it's as far as crowd pleasers go. Compare this to uh, Lyle going through uh, the barn. That's much more of a crowd pleaser. The barn was great. Absolutely, that was, was amazing. Great. Absolutely, yeah. it was great. Yeah, this wasn't as good. Yeah, not, not there's still some good bits though, and that takes about full three minutes of the five. It minutes does. Here. It does takes it takes quite a bit of time. It, this this five minutes really takes its time on things. Absolutely, um, including celebrating New Mexico. Uh, there's oh, are we, are we gonna, is that right now? Yeah. Mexico. I'm supposed to be in Texas. I love <laughs> Such a bad line. I love that line. That's a bad line, too. <laughs> All those true. lines are terrible. Well, the, um, uh, Black Widow, Widow Woman's line is pretty good. New Mexico, here we come. I love you. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then, okay, so th- we're here now. You think these are evil people? What's your timestamp? Why do you think they're evil? They're truckers. Because they had ominous music they're when they pulled truckers. up. No, I know. You think they're going to be a rival gang of truckers and know they're friendly? I don't think they understand trucking culture. Okay, everyone's this in is, it together. I mean, this is yeah. I mean, there's yeah. convoy. I've said it before. I'll say it again. This is one of the more overtly Marxist movies I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, so a lot of celebration in New Mexico. Yes. New Mexico gets a lot of screen time. Yeah, I mean, they in, paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Tourism board in New Mexico. I mean, we spent a lot more time in New Mexico. Uh, we did? No, in the movie. The rest, like, most of the rest of the movies in New Mexico. Hmm, I guess that makes sense. They blew, I mean, they blew Arizona, so. They did blow Arizona. Okay, so, so, uh, Melissa. Yeah. She is supposed to be in Texas. This goes back to what she was saying, and she's hired to shoot a wedding. Yep. Is it the next day? In, I think in now, Texas? today. She's, no, because it's still the same day. I yeah, think she said, I'm supposed day. to be on a plane in four hours to get to Dallas. Which is weird, because why was she driving across the desert in a Jaguar to get to a plane? Did we discuss this before? I <laughs> no, I don't think we did. I think we somehow missed that. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, weird. I mean, she must have been driving to the Albuquerque airport. And then she broke down. No, wait. She would. Yeah, she must have been driving towards Albuquerque, but four hours. This would take a lot more time, right? Yeah. Um, uh, or she. She didn't seem in any particular rush either. In, so the idea that she's going to catch a plane seems pretty weird. We can peg her as being in eastern Arizona. Yeah. And feeling uh, not extremely rushed for time. Not particularly. And if she was on her way to catch a flight, I think she would be a little more rushed for time. I think so, but I mean, this is just think back to the you know the pre nine eleven days, the halcyon yeah. days. Yeah, you could just hop right on a plane. You could. There's a movie in the seventies, Parallax View, where Warren Beatty gets on a plane without buying a ticket, and then he buys a ticket on the plane. Wow, isn't that nuts? Was Warren Beatty married to Annette Bening? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. You know uh, why? We talked about this before in there. They live in San Diego. Yeah. We. Why were we talking about Warren Beatty before? I don't know. We were. We may have been talking about Annette Bening. I'm sure we weren't. Okay. <laughs> I'm positive we weren't. 
Uh, yeah, and then we, we meet a few new truckers, and then we're, we're back to the beginning again. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, not a lot happens. Not a lot. Some interesting lines, though. Um, yeah. For example. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Please, please go your Okay. Lines. When when Lyle uh, sees an opening between the two trucks and attempts to pull between them. Yes. Uh, he says, smartening up, huh? <laughs> that is good. Which I, well, I, mean, I guess that's saying like, oh, yeah, finally they let me through. Yeah, they know what's best for them. So, yeah. To take some big things, some big questions here. Oh, Lyle's car's getting ground up right now. It is kind of odd that we're cheering on the truckers like they're underdogs, but they're in gigantic big rigs. Yes, and he's in a little cop car. And it is, but he's got the force of law on his side. But what what does that do here? Not much. They're very close to a state of nature here. Yeah. I mean, what is the governess really offering? They're keeping, I guess they're quote-unquote keeping the highway safe. Are they? Um, not they're not doing a great job of it. Yeah, I mean the highways. Would you say okay? Here's a question: If you're a trucker right now, everything's great. Life is a highway. Life is a highway. They're gonna ride it. If you're a trucker right now in this movie, yep, you're in a safe place. You're home. Mm-hmm. If you are a, uh, a, a a bear, this is not a great place for you. No, uh, even your world is being turned upside down. But let's say you're just an average person on the road, and this has been an answer. Well, we a few have times. we've had average people on the road, such as that old couple in the model in the T. Model T. Yeah, yeah, not great for them. No, no, not, they got run off the road, and we had. Uh, but they were also a sight gag. Let's be real. Yeah, and yeah, uh, average people like the uh, the teenage couple uh, smoking weed. Yeah, they didn't. They got their car stolen. They got their car stolen. I mean, yeah. I would say that. In the world outside of truckers and bears, everyone kind of is at a loss. Everyone is losing. This is yeah. this is uh, it's it. You have to kind of look aside from how the greater mass of society, including ourselves, fares to root for these truckers. Oh. Here we come! We see old uh, old iguana uh, kissing his fingers. I'm supposed to be in Texas. <laughs> So while she says Very that, funny. while she says that, she's smiling and honking on the uh, horn of the car. She's enjoying herself. Yeah. But it, so, would you classify that as just funny observation? New Mexico. New Mexico. I'm supposed to be in Texas. I don't understand what expect, that line is. I expected to be. It's like, oh, in it's a, a new, new state, state, and that state's not Texas, and it's not. That's the pretty state. funny. So, which implies that she was not planning to go through New Mexico to get to Texas. Like no, she, so she was planning to fly. But she was already east of Phoenix. Yeah. What what airport was she going for? I don't know. Maybe she's flying private. Like out of where? I don't know. Maybe she maybe she flies. Maybe she's flying a little Cessna over to... I mean, are we being too close-minded here? Is it possible in the world where Detosha County exists, mm-hmm. there might be a major metropolitan area that... With sh- another airport. Yeah. Although mm. I really doubt... Uh, you know, Lyle Wallace would be the sheriff of a major city like that. Maybe it's just an airport. Maybe that seems plausible. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of international airports in small areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we meet Big Nasty. Slip in the back door. Oh, we'll be proud of what? It's a big cliffhanger. Oh, what? Find out next week. Yep. Um, so, yeah, you said quotes. Great. Well, what do you introduce when you do this? It's just it's just there. 
You start screaming into the microphone. It doesn't mean that any sound is just <laughs> justified. Okay, there's another weird line where, um, it, as Lyle's car is getting is getting smushed, I believe. Well, we should break down maybe the strategy here. Okay. We okay. Should, we yes. shouldn't just say. So first, it's not okay. Like the step one. Smushed. Step yes. one. Step one is Spider they, Mike is trying to run Lyle off no, the road. Step one is they exit the dust bowl. Exit Dust Bowl. And, and Lyle Enter and, and Bookman California. are just feet behind. Yes. They, they, they kept they're space on They're wonderful. on pace. Yep, that's nice. Yeah. And also, considering that the trucks seemed to be very far apart inside the dusty area, yeah. they exited very close to each other. Yes. Yes. So they uh, so Lyle Wallace is in hot pursuit. Again, not clear what his end game is here. No, it's unclear. I th- he seems to be wanting to get to, I think, Duck's truck. That seems to be the thing, because he's trying to go in between the other trucks. Hey, he was trying to do this before. I mean, yeah. does he feel that Duck <laughs> will listen to him? I've got him! I mean, is that kind of like an unspoken like idea that a contract uh, that I if, he's if looking... he gets ahead of Duck, yeah. Duck will pull over? I think he's looking to get ahead and cut them off, would be my guess. But won't they just, like, run him over? That doesn't seem to stop him elsewhere. I mean, I think the only thing that makes sense is that he believes in a social contract. Where if he can get ahead of the duck and, and cut him off, then the duck, duck will, say, will surrender. I, and I think that's not crazy. Yeah. Uh, compared to everything else, I think that's unspoken to be... It feels true. I could imagine... It's hard to imagine, like, this is not lending him to the front. Yeah. If Lyle gets ahead of duck, I'd say, yeah, he won. Sure. Yeah. Well, it's not going to happen. Yes. So this part, there's a line somewhere in here where someone looks back yeah. and says it's like they're making salmon down at the salmon factory. I, I thought that they made a sandwich out of the... Oh, but they f- say factory. Let's listen. Oh, it's, already a, it's already happened. And making a sandwich down at the sandwich factory? Well, next, Is that what they say? Next time, let's listen. Uh, okay. Chief we'll do that. Chief Stacy Love. Okay. So, Look at Bob Bookman in this next scene. Yeah. He is so stoic all of a sudden. Well, you, you follow what's happening. Yes, but who... The fact that Lyle needs, to, needs a new pair of pants? No, I think Bob Bookman does. You think Bob Bookman needs new pants? I think that's why he looks uncomfortable. Okay. And is... is Ashamed. And you're right, Lyle kind of glances See. and sniffs. New pair of pants. New pair of pants. Yeah. See. Do you think it's do you do you think uh, it's a urine thing? I was just about to ask that. Or do you th- okay? I or mean, do you think it's a defecation? They thing? both offer comic potential. Yeah. I would say, I would say the implication is probably defecation. Probably. But I mean, it's. I think people in general. In general, the, the uh... New Mexico? I'm supposed to be in Texas. <laughs> hey, do that again. That wasn't half bad. Woo! New Mexico! All right. We're done with that New Mexico yeah. tribute. Okay, we can continue. So, I, I think the standard things are saying, hey, uh, you were so scared, mm-hmm. you urinated in your pants. That implies a, uh, that implies you are suddenly scared. That's kind of be like you're freaked out. Yeah. Whereas if you um, 
if you defecate in your pants, I think that's more of a long-term, long drawn-out terror. Mm, yeah. I think that's the joke. That, I mean, I think that's kind of the, the archetypes of those kind of jokes, mm-hmm. which are funny. Let's let's. Pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Pretty funny joke. Yeah. Uh, it, that's not in the book, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's not. We're waiting for you guys. We've been listening to you modulating for the last half hour. Been listening to you modulating. Well, whereas this is word for word pretty much in the book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Including we've been listening to you modulating. Waiting for you. We heard you modulate in the last half hour, so know what's going on. Wow. We definitely want to give you all great congratulations on the job well done. Wow. The only difference is he doesn't give special congratulations to Rubber Duck. That was added to the movie. I bet it was. It was, yeah. Um, so, Rubber Duck. Yeah. So, okay, let's 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 talk about the scene where Melissa is honking the horn in Rubber Duck's truck. Yeah. And she's enjoying herself. Yep. And he says, you're doing a pretty good job there. Why don't you try that again? Yes. Is he saying that because he enjoyed her body being on top of his body? Or is he just being pleasant saying, hey, you're doing a good job when, in fact, anyone can do a good job? With I think he's, he think he's saying, like, hey, you're really getting into this. I think he's sort of, you know, so it's it, like. So it's more of, it's not really as much of a, I enjoyed your body being no. against mine. I can no, because then he would have the line would have been delivered differently. Maybe it was meant to be that, and then Chris Christopherson didn't deliver it like that. I mean, he's being very genial. Are you saying yeah. that's the most genial he's been? No, in the but his, movie? well, I'm saying his his tone would have been different, right? I mean, his tone would have been more like lecherous. His tone wasn't lecherous at all. His tone was very like kind of friendly and jovial. No, but he has charisma because he's not lecherous when he makes come on. <laughs> I guess that's true. I mean, if you look unlike at everything, Big Ben, unlike exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he says something nice to someone, it's usually because he wants something. I think that's been yeah. shown so far. Oh, Lyle's getting a uh, turn up again. They're making a sandwich out of the sheriff's back there. Okay, so nothing to do with the factory. Sheriff singular. They're making. Bob, Bob Bookman is not a sheriff. He says, oh, out of the sheriff back there. That's what he said? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Hmm. So, is this the correct time we talk about the physics of uh, of the car sandwiching? Yeah, let's talk physics. Let's talk physics. I almost had a uh, physics lesson real time. I, t- I almost knocked your uh, computer off the table. That would have been some great physics. Yeah, we could uh, write a paper about that. Uh-huh. Uh, so, not to get into page full of convoy yet, but I will take a, a special note. I said not. I said not, and don't you dare. Don't you dare I'm just do checking it. on things. Yeah, I bet. Are you updating uh, OSX no, I, to I Mavericks? Swipe, I swiped that away. Oh, I know you can swipe it away. Swiped it away. I've always been looking at details. Yep. I always no. love these hidden UI things that yep. Apple does so well. Yep. Uh, so just a bit here. Bookman and Lyle had only a terrified moment to realize what was happening before the two trailers swerved back together, pinching the car between them in a perfect squeeze. It was one of those perfect squeezes. Perfect squeeze. We've, we've, we've had a few in our lives, just that perfect squeeze. Perfect squeeze. The results were immediate and catastrophic. The doors, side windows, and front fenders of the car were instantaneously annihilated. Uh, blue smoke rose from the front tires, which blew out within seconds of each other, fishtailing the car to inglorious defeat. 
So that's the entirety of the sandwich in the book. Uh, so to be to reiterate, the doors, side windows, and front fenders. So and the side windows seem to be like part of the doors essentially, uh, and front fenders instantaneously annihilated. That is that is not reflected in the film. I don't know. I mean, let's break down. I mean, the next unless time you mean just up. dented by annihilated. Yeah, I mean, what happens in, in the film? We can probably uh, we can probably break it down bit by bit, but it is not an instantaneous annihilation mm-hmm. of anything. I would no, say no. It's a slow grinding. Is yeah? You see sparks. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a hard stunt to do. I would say. Yeah. I would. So let's look at lecher- lecherousness here. We're gonna miss it. Nope, we missed it. That's too bad. I'll take a few more few minutes to go around. So let's just talk about. Uh, yeah, what I remember is first the doors like get heavily dented, as doors are wont to do. Uh, you see, just sparks everywhere. Mm-hmm. You see the cars go apart, and the police car is actually stuck to the side of uh, Pigpen's pig roosts. Mm-hmm. One thing we did not examine here is what are the pigs feeling in all this? Uh, That's true. He does have pigs this whole time. Is this considered like uh, <laughs> the least bit, uh, least bit cruel to the animals in his back? That is he it is, possible that he ditched the pigs at some point? Like we'd let him out in Arizona? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he'll do great there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I don't think so. Okay, uh, but yeah, I think the pigs are still in there. He's still called Pig Ben. I think he got rid of the pigs. You go that's back true. It is a temp. It's that's temporary. That is temporary. Uh, and I would say of all of all people who do need to ditch your cargo, I'd say Pig Ben is going to the hardest trouble doing it yeah. because of the live pigs. Yeah. If you if you were on the road with a lot of pigs, where would you ditch them? A like, farm. You think any farmer would say pigs love to have them? Pigs are expensive. But do you think they would think they're diseased or something? Uh, no, you have to explain the situation. Say, look, I'm a trucker on the run from the law. Yeah. And oh, I, so you just tell the truth. You yeah, and I, and I can't have these pigs weighing me down. Okay, watch watch the screen. So we see uh, Lyle's off on the side of the road. A police car is going to get a higher speed than a uh, than a rig. Well, so that's more quickly, yeah. That's what I meant by speed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but a good clarification. <laughs> he senses himself there, which is nice. Well, they can say, we can say that word. Say? Yeah, I know. Why don't we just uh, let him on through, don't you know? Hey, that's a big devil. Okay. So now they're giving him an opening. Lyle uh, isn't being very uh, smart here. Smart he is complimenting them on smarting it up. Okay, so the trucks are closing. We see front, uh, I'd say hood is, is bent. You see some body damage. Sparks, that seems to be implies more body damage. Yep. A lot of squealing, grinding noises. And they open it up a little bit. So the fender is is hanging off. The front bumper is hanging off. And that's just phase one. This is just phase one. Phase two, they go for so another, another squeeze. Another perfect squeeze. Squeeze number two. This time tires are the involved. The tire though. hits the side of the car. I think it's going to be harder on the tire than, than the, the car. car. Yeah, metal grinding against the tire. Usually unless, the metal wins on that. Unless it's actually the, the hub. Oh, could, the be, could be. So now major side plates of the car come off and are being thrown under the truck. Yep. So we're seeing the car reduced to one chassis. Then there goes the windshield. Front windshield pops off in one piece. Yep. It's actually kind of incredible. Uh, and then breaks when it falls down in the front hood. I don't know if that's realistic or not. 
And then and finally, there go the lights. The front lights topple down in front of where the windshield was. It's and now they're done. This seems to be. Would you call this a running joke that a a police car dies when, when the moment, lights fall down? When the lights fall down. That might that'd be pretty great if that was intentional. I mean, I think that's kind of a motif. Yeah, I think that's. A we'll motif. see if it continues. Let's see if it continues. I, I believe it continues. And so far as I'm happy to say, I've been looking at the guy on the left here, the guy next to Chase, Steve Chasey Love. <laughs> yeah? Steve Chasey Love. Steve Chasey Love. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a... He looks like someone. I need a place where that is. He looks like a younger Bob Bookman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Uh, so are we done with talking Chief about Chief Chasey Love has a cigar? Is that a cigar? He looks like Phil Silvers. It's a very thin cigar. He looks like a regular Sergeant Bilko. He does look like Sergeant Bilko. Yeah. But not Steve Martin as Sergeant Bilko. No, man. If Steve Martin was in this movie, how uh, amazing would that be? It'd be uh, he was at the height of his powers. Yeah. 1978. <laughs> it'd be pretty great. Uh, he was in the Muppet movie in 1978. That's wow. a great movie. So we done uh, talking about physics? We're done talking about physics. That's been uh, physics. All right, good. Physics. Should we talk about the other elephant in the room? Um, Horton? Yeah. Uh, the other elephant in the room uh, is the governance of the New Mexico Highway Police. I mean, are you, have you been thinking about this much? Uh, the NMHP. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit weird that when uh, Sheriff Lyle Wallace of Natosha County... Mm-hmm. Being accompanied by highway policeman Bob Bookman, yep. their car crashes. What does he call for help on the radio? What does he call? Yeah, what, exactly what is his plea? He wants a car to come pick him up. Uh, yes. And he wants pants. But who does, he, who does he want to request it from? New Mexico police. No, he makes a very specific request. Mm. He wants to speak to the sheriff of Natchez County. Wow, sheriff to sheriff. Yeah, and this one is a, one. this is another fictional county of 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 the world. Natchez County. Natchez County does not exist. Wow. Uh, so if uh, they didn't want to implicate any particular county in any of this, I, if I was actually a sheriff of an Arizona or New Mexico county, yeah. and they pretended that my county was uh, a hub, you'd shut the movie for, down. For, absolutely. I mean, that's libel. Yeah. That's slander. Okay, it's interesting. The the. Big Nasty. Big Nasty drives a truck with Magnavox that's, on it. I don't think that's true. I believe that's one of his two comrades. Oh, okay. Um, it's so weird. is that just like a Magnavox corporate truck? I believe they deliver Magnavoxes to stores. I guess. But they're taking a hell of a detour. It is weird, though, that you see the Magnavox, you think that's the main truck, but Big Nasty appear, appears not to be mm. the Magnavox. Yeah. Well, let's break that down further. But here's the thing. He wants to speak to the sheriff of Natchez County. Yeah. Uh, and who does he get? He gets Chief Stacy Love of is, the New Mexico Highway Police. Is he? Is the, he the sheriff? The sheriff of Natchez County. Dual, he's got a dual role. No, he. I, well, I'd say I don't, I don't think that's legal. Uh, he is not. In fact, I don't know if he's a highway police. Oh, you got a big chart here. I've have charts. I make charts. Uh, Steve Chasey Love. Steve Chasey Love. Steve Chasey Love. Yep. Uh, is the chief, which I believe means the police chief. Uh, okay. Of? Agua Dulce, New Mexico. Agua Dulce. Uh, a city that doesn't exist. Oh. 
ciudad que no existante. There, there is a Natchez, uh, Mississippi, and Agua Dulce, Agua Dulce, is only a town in uh, in uh, California. Hmm. It's outside of uh, Los Angeles. Okay. Kind of weird. Outside of Shaky Town. Outside of Shaky Town. So. Oh, maybe that's where they started. Yeah, do you think... About a mile out of Shaky Town. Is it about a mile out of Shaky Town? I believe it's about a mile out of Shaky Town. That could be it, then. Although I think that's only in the uh, song, not the uh, not the movie. Mm. So this is please, this is not canonical, and please don't reference it. Uh, but would, would you say would you say that this adds anything, knowing about the governance of various... Uh, yeah, it's good context for these sorts of things. It's kind of similar context as knowing about the other Radcliffe College graduates. I think so. Uh, it's, it's weird that, at least so far... Uh, they do not mention that uh, in the book. Radcliffe College. Um, they yeah no 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 they, that's that's only in the book. Oh right. Uh, no, they don't mention uh, that uh, Steve Chasey Love is from uh, is from Agua Dulce. Mm. That's not in fact. Uh, so listen to him speaking and see if you can understand what he's saying. Well, I perhaps should have uh, told you this before. I told I, mean, I should have asked you this question before we. Uh, started doing this because it would have been a fun game so just forget everything I said about Agua Dulce New Mexico forget forgot of Natchez do you read me uh this is Chief Stacy Love Agua Dulce New Mexico I got a copy on you I'm on Highway 109 I'm on the trail of a convoy it looks like Jeremy Renner on the left like a young Bob Bookman like a young Bob Bookman uh so um when he said that could you understand he was saying Agua Dulce, New Mexico? No. He said, like, Agua Dulce. Yep. So, you know how I was able to find that? Steve Chasey Love is not known for his enunciation. I looked up, uh, I did a search for Stacy Love, New Mexico, and I found a wonderful uh, website for quotes, <laughs> subzin.com. That's, Subzin. That's S-U-B-Z-I-N, uh, movie quotes. And uh, this, this famous quote from Convoy, uh, this is Steve Chasey Love of Agua Dulce, New Mexico, has been found in one movie, <laughs> and it's Convoy. Wow, do they just have the full script and they... I believe they auto-generate famous quotes or famous movies quotes from for the, every line from and the every closed script. captioning from DVDs. Good. That's good. <laughs> so this is a really good website. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, if I type in Stacy Love, how many other quotes do you think I'd get? Couple. Well, let's see. There's a few other lines. This might be my new favorite website. Stacy Love, oh wow, lots of quotes. Uh, famous, famous quote from Milk Money. You know Milk Money. I Fil- know. Oh, of course. Filmed in, uh, filmed in uh, the town north of what was that town? Lebanon, Lebanon, Ohio, north of Cincinnati. Wow. It's they still claim a lot of fame, saying, "Hey, yeah, you probably know us." Milk Money was, was filmed here. Yeah. Uh, Milk Money, the famous line. I mean, Stacy loves Brad. Good. Yeah, Stacy loves. Stacy loves Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it does ro- have Stacy Love in it. Yeah, the roommate from 2011. You like roommates? 2011: A Space Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Lana loves Kevin. Stacy loves Robert. Wow. I feel like there's a flaw in searching for Stacy Love. <laughs> I don't see what you mean. Okay. Should I look for, search for Agua Dulce? Yeah. Uh, Lonely on the Brave, 1962, with Kirk Douglas at the mouth of the Agua Dulce Canyon. Ooh. Uh, the- well, it just means sweet water. It does. It's it, it's used in a lot of westerns because it feels, it feels. Uh, there's a good style to it. It's in Sea Biscuit. Sea Biscuit, 2003. It's Pirates Gold Romano. 
Geronimo, Hill's Army, and Agudolce. Doing a great job talking are those, to Are those horses' names? Uh, or places. I don't know. Uh, any any requests for me searching in subzin.com to help clarify any convoy questions? Yeah, why don't you search for um, <laughs> for Salmon Factory. <laughs> salmon Factory. We just look up fish costumes. <laughs> There's a movie with Salmon Factory? Yeah, Mr. Skitch from 1933, a Will Rogers movie. Uh, she peels fish in a salmon factory in Hoboken. <laughs> and there's no such thing as a salmon factory. And there's also yeah, it's where you farm raise salmon. That's not a factory though. That's a farm. It's a salmon farm. Food goes in, salmon come out. Sounds okay. like a factory to me. Okay. And then else? also Historias de Football. Uh huh. I came here to visit my brother. He runs a salmon factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. I, I, was, I was praising this website somewhat ironically at the beginning. I authentically love this website now. Uh, let's, let's do a big question we're all wondering. Fish costumes. Uh, uh. It's in Convoy. When you go up to the passport, fish costu- fish Oh, so that's confirmed that it said fish costumes. Yes, and actually confirmed something else I heard. Uh, it is also said again in the closing credits of the movie. Wow. Which is really weird. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, in the movie Semi-Tuffs, 1978, we all love the movie Semi-Tuffs. Everyone loves it. Uh, what, what is Semi-Tough about? Semi-Tough is uh, 1977. It's about being tough, but, you know, not uh, all the way tough. Yeah. Uh, it stars Christian Christopherson. Oh, wow. So does he wait, really? <laughs> is this possibly he something just, he, he thinks is funny? It might be that he's got a running joke around fish costumes. Should we send a letter to Chris Christopherson to ask, ask him about fish costumes? Yeah. yeah. But let's... the quote, let's, What are the other quotes well, here? Semi-tough is Michael Ritchie, the director of Bad News Bears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and Famed it, director of heist films. Se- nope. Set in the world of American professional football. So uh, it's a love triangle between Burt Reynolds, Kristofsson, and Jill Clayburgh. Mm. Uh, it has a parody of Werner Erhardt's Earhart Seminars Training, Est. Um, it, its parody is an organization known as Beat. So, okay, to go back, here's a quote from Seven Tough. Seven minutes in, what about your fish costume? Wow. <laughs> so we should we should follow up about this. Okay, and what's the third one here? Uh, is an episode of Rust Development during the... Uh, Starring Chris Christopherson. The, the great fourth season. Everyone's favorite fourth Do season. Do you think this was them... Oh, this is the fourth no, season no, the Netflix season? No, it's not the season? same. It's selling his fishing costume. Oh, no. No dice. Not, not the same. W- let's put a bookmark. We need to follow up on this semi-tough. Yeah, let me... I'll write Chris Christopherson an email right now. Chris at Christopherson.com. Yep. Yep. Chris Christofferson just say contact hey. info just say hey Chris okay I've, I've just googled for Chris Christofferson contact info contact chrischristofferson.com slash contact media inquiries or booking inquiries I think wait, media wait, inquiries wait, wait is there a website called contact chrischristofferson.com <laughs> no there's a website called chrischristofferson.com slash contact okay, okay. It, whoa there's a button called track Chris Christofferson <laughs> we need to track him <laughs> Let's track him. Ooh, he's coming to Chastain Park Amphitheater in Atlanta, Georgia on May 20th. That's a problem. He's doing music and not answering Harris Cherokee convoy. Resort Event Center, May 21st. He's not doing what the people demand, it's which what, is answering fish our costume questions. Jokes? No, answering our questions okay. by convoy. I'm going to email his media inquiries uh, address. Sure. Okay. And and are we and I, I and we have staff at earfulofconvoy.com, right? I should probably send it as that. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good thing. We should send things out to every convoy member under staff at earfulofconvoy.com. Okay. So did you to say more about the line from Semi Tough? 
Yeah. Uh, this website does not attribute characters because it does not know characters. It only draws them from closed captioning. Mm-hmm. But the lines are, uh, at 7 minutes and 17 seconds, shut up. She never missed one yet. What about your fish costume? Okay, fellas, okay. I know when I'm being put on. Does that make a lot of sense? Uh, no, none of it makes much sense. Yeah. How, how is this for a subject? Chris and fish costumes. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Hello. Hi, Chris. Tamara. Hi, Tamara. This is his media relations person. Hello, Tamara. Uh, I am the host of Earful of Convoy. We, yes. Uh, we host the podcast Earful of Convoy. It's Northern California's number one podcast uh, no, about the 1978 no. movie based upon A podcast about where we analyze the movie Convoy in significant depth. Okay. We noticed... You should mention that it's on KZSU Stanford. On uh, a podcast and radio show, KZSU Stanford 9.1 FM. That's us secretly doing a legal ID. <laughs> That's what you were looking at there. We host the podcast Earful of Convoy, a podcast and radio show, KZSU Stanford 9.1 FM, <laughs> where we analyze the movie Convoy in significant depth. In one of our recent... I should link to earfulconvoy.com here as well, probably. Is that going to help us? Yes. Okay. It can only help us, right? I guess so. Okay. Okay. Uh, In one of our recent episodes, we noticed an odd line in the film where... uh, Mr. Christopherson. Well, I already said Chris in the subject. Should I say Christopherson? Which, how should I refer to Chris Christopherson? I think email? you refer to him as Christopherson throughout. But not Mr. Okay, I'm going to refer to him as Chris Christopherson. I just need to spell it correctly. Just write KK. KK, yeah. Okay. Um. We could save time. Instead of sending the email, we could just send the clip of uh, the audio of us writing the email. That's true. That would be good, too. Well, if she checks the, the site and yeah. listens to the most recent episode, she will hear the yeah. process of this email being written live, which I feel like is pretty valuable to have, to have to complete that loop. You want to I, would say, loop. I would say new line is, we love Chris. <laughs> no. In one of our recent episodes, we noticed an odd line in the film where uh, Chris... Chris? Uh, Mr. Christopherson. Where Mr. Christopherson... Christo- it's hard to spell. Christofferson. In the award-winning role of Rubber Duck. Alludes to fish costumes. This is also repeated in the closing credits. Um, a line which is also repeated. A line or a phrase? A phrase. A phrasing. A phrase which is also repeated in the closing credits. Furthermore... The, Furthermore, the line is also used in another Chris, is, Christopherson movie, Semi Tough, from 1978. Also from 1978. Also from 1978. Yeah. Is the fact that Mr. Christopherson used this line in two separate movies a coincidence or a personal in joke? Used this line in two separate films, we not movies. Two separate films. Two separate flicks. Two separate flicks. Two separate films. A coincidence? Yeah. Or a an in joke. A car 
we're looking for an info. In, an in joke at the time when he was in the best shape of his life. Yeah. Uh, or an or an in joke. Yeah. Inquiring minds. In- us. Yeah. Inquiring minds in parentheses. Us. Yes. <laughs> Want to know? Um, uh, Please do us a solid and uh, let us let us know. Our our listeners are eagerly. Our listeners are dying in the streets. <laughs> our listeners are eagerly awaiting. Uh, no, it's too too goofy. Too goofy. Keep it keep it sane here. Extremely goofy. Okay, here we extremely goofy movie. All right, let's take it from the top. Hello, Tamara. We host the podcast Earful of Convoy, a podcast. I'm um, say podcast twice. We host Earful of Convoy, a podcast and radio show. We host Earful. They know what the rest is. <laughs> podcast and radio show. KZC Stanford 9.1 FM, where we analyze the movie Convoy in significant depth. In one of our recent episodes, we noticed an odd line in the film where Mr. Christofferson alludes to fish costumes, a phrase which is also repeated in the closing credits. Furthermore, the line is also used in another Christofferson movie, Semi-Tough. I, I didn't capitalize Semi-Tough. How does, is the T capitalized too and so it's dashed? E- even, it's Semi-Tough hyphenated. K- yeah. T is capitalized. Okay. You should also say Mr. Christofferson also uses the line in Semi-Tough. We don't know he says it, okay. but we can, we can assume. Mr. Christofferson also uses the line in Semi-Tough. Uh, Another movie he made in 1978. Uh, a phrase which is also repeated in the closing credits. Mr. Christopherson uh, appears to have also used the line. No, he did. Well, okay. Also used. If she use, corrects us, she'll help us out here. Okay. And um, I, I doubt that this is something will be. Also used the line in Semi-Tough. Another 1978 film. Joint. Yeah. Is the fact that Mr. Christopherson used this line in two separate films a coincidence or an in-joke? Yeah, sounds good to me. Thanks. Thanks. For any info, information you you can provide. Um, Love the Convoy Gang. Cheers, Alan and Mark. Great. Okay. Sent? Uh, Not yet. Uh, Just proofing here. Just proofing. This uh, this land in the uh, easternmost part of Arizona, it's beautiful land. <laughs> the subject of this email is Chris Christopherson in fish costumes. That's professional, yes. Okay, send. <laughs> we should we should actually try to set up uh, phone interviews or not? Is that going to ruin the mystique in the movie? Uh, look, we'll we'll work from we first priority. We're almost halfway through the movie. Look, top priority is to learn about the fish costumes. Yeah. We'll see where we go from We're there. We're almost halfway through the movie. Okay. This will put us on the map, right, in terms of their media relations contact. Now, Chris, Chris's media relations contact now oh, knows. Oh, is she going to help us go viral? Hopefully. Good. Yeah. Good. All right, good. I'm glad we documented that process. Yeah, that was a good use of, <laughs> of radio time. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so we killed some time there. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what were we t- why did we start talking about that today? Um, oh, it's because it's great website. Subzen, thank you, Subzen. This is yeah. just pure content. <laughs> I can just, I can just search for anything they're saying and get get so much detail. This is wonderful. <laughs> uh, so, Natosha only in only con- convoy, only in convoy, baby. only Natosha movie. Yeah. Uh, wow, it is a loud. Bookman is a lieutenant, by the way. Really? Yeah. Also, is that a high rank? Um, no, I think it's 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 say it's, a secondary. It's a supporting rank. Yeah, I think it's below the it's below the chief. Is it lieutenant or lieutenant? Well, in America, it's lieutenant. Hmm. 
in uh, in uh, our overseas brethren mm-hmm. is Lieutenant. Our old fathers. Our uh, founding fathers called them. They probably did. They probably you said think British the stuff. Father says, no, I think as soon as they, uh, as soon as, soon as you cross the pond on July fourth, you say lieutenant. What are you talking about? Well, when did that stop? Uh, with Benjamin Franklin, because he said it's stupid. He invented the, uh, he the was, lieutenant. He was very big about stopping stupid spellings like catalog. Yeah. Knock off the U E at the end. He's like, yeah, baby. Wow, really? Not, yeah, snip, snip, oh. snip. Yeah, we That's have him to thank for all those famous, things. Famous quote. Yep, that guy looks like Jeremy Renner. I don't know who Jeremy Renner is. Uh, the guy from movies. Oh, let's let's take it. Let's take a look at the Jeremy Renner movies. Yeah. This, this is well, where are they now? He's like the really boring this, guy. It's an episode of Where Are They Now? If you need an action movie and want to cast someone no one cares about, Jeremy Renner. Right. Where are they now? Jeremy Renner. Do you not know this fellow? Jeremy Renner is an American actor and singer. He's in everything. He sings? Holy God. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, okay, uh, let's look at his filmography. I don't want to. He His breakout role was National Lampoon's Senior Trip. Was he? I thought it was Hurt Locker. He played Dags. Oh, he's Dags. the guy in Hurt Locker. Yeah. Wow. This guy you put. Uh... He was in SWAT. Sir, Hurt Locker, Sergeant First Class William James. That's a very generic name. In Ingenious, he played Sam, a.k.a. Lightbulb. Does he look like uh, Stacy Loves in Second Thor- Command? In Thor, he played Clint Barton slash Hawkeye. It's an uncredited cameo. Well, he's in the Avengers things. That's what he In is. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, he played William Brandt. It's pretty boring. I in mean, the, the Avengers, good. The movie's he played good. Clint Barton slash Hawkeye. He, he replaced Matt Damon in the movie that Matt Damon didn't want to do in the Born Supremacy movies. Mm. He was in Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Hansel and Gretel? He played Hansel. Okay. He's yes. in all the Avengers things. So we see over here, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big Nasty is in the Hold red. on, hold on. Okay. That was Where Are They Now with Jeremy Renner. Okay, what are you saying? Uh, so Big Nasty is in the red cab, whereas the Magnavox is a white cab. Okay, so Big Nasty is not driving the Magnavox. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I have two things I could talk... Like, I think we need to get some things cleared up of Big Nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so should we... Uh, should I do what we think we should do at this point? What? Uh, which is... Uh, by the way, check out the cab to see if the Magnavox cab is indeed white. Yeah, it is. You can see it. Uh, so, if everyone wants more information about this, you can go to the IMDb message boards. Uh, good place to go. And look for the thread called Gay Reference. Okay. Okay. I've, and this is by Wright Lassie. Um, I've seen Convoy a lot of times and saw it again last night. I, I love this movie. and lo- Every time I find more and more details that I hadn't noticed before. This time I wonder if maybe the three rigs on the hill were a gay reference. I don't know why. Maybe it's their names. Big Nasty, Sneaky Snake, and Bald Eagle. <laughs> and one of them was wearing a leather cap. And above all, they're being proud of being the back door for the convoy. What do you say? Is it too far-fetched? What do you say? So, I, I, I have no opinions yet. Let's get all the info. I know. Well, you got to gather more info from this thread so before can, we make any decisions can here. one underscore 311 says, yeah, it is too far-fetched. And okay. the next reply by Convoy34. 
Convoy 34. Yeah. Convoy th- what do we know Convoy 34 from? He Did he write he, the movie spoilers? Yes, he wrote the movie spoilers. And he's on the IMDb forum? Yeah, he also does convoytm.com. Wow. Convoy 34. It's like it's like celebrities. It's a celebrity coming in to he, weigh in he on He wrote this. this in 2006. Yep. He's been on IMDb since 2002. Okay. He says, I absolutely cannot believe anyone could possibly think slash believe or connect anything gay having to do with convoy it's obvious you do not understand cb lingo uh three big rigs in the hill full size 18 wheelers waiting on an on off ramp or side road big nasty sneaky snake and bald eagle cb handles most badass redneck truck drivers use those type of names backdoor means last truck in line www.convoytm.com <laughs> all right that about sums it up i'd say yeah, and then and then one person comes from experience. What does big nasty sneaky snake and bald eagle have to do with CB lingo? I'm an OTR trucker for a living. I don't understand what you mean by that. These names are funny, especially after suggesting that they were used in a gay context. Sneaky snake, especially is one I consider gay, especially <laughs> being that it's one of the trucks that slipped into the back door. I see no harm with this comment. It is funny. Also, I'm not trying to offend any gays out there. No sensitive people are nowadays, and I don't want to offend nowadays. anyone. I enjoy my bank account to get mu- to get sued over a comment. <laughs> oh yeah, you're gonna get sued over that comment on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so here is a thing. If you go back into the book, they don't have the same names in the book. Yeah. So this is a sign. In the book, uh, there is Bald Eagle, correct? Uh, so the you also have Sneaky Snake and Buffalo Bill. Big Nasty is added for the movie. Wow. Uh, also, their their context in the book, Bald Eagle is a very different fellow. He's a veteran of unaccountable miles whose days behind the wheel went all the way back to labor troubles in the late 40s. What? He was a stocky little man whose head, as his handle suggested, was completely without the hair beneath the leather beret he took off only to sleep. So, leather beret, yes. Yeah. But uh, let's, let's admit, uh, Big Nasty... Uh, Big Nasty is wearing all leather. Yeah. So, uh, so here's more comments, and then people start saying that uh, a lot of activity on this thread. It's. I think this might be the most responses in any thread that I'm doing. Great, board. including our thread. Yeah, no one has responded to that. That's Although too I bad. did, I did make a thread announcing your full of convoy a good uh, year and a half Several before years recording ago. an episode. Yeah, so that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh. So people are, are speaking on the message board saying, but Sam Sam Peckinpah putting innuendo is this, he thinks it was funny, and he did this in other movies, he did this in The Wild Bunch, he mm-hmm. won a record saying it'd be funny to think that everyone in The Wild Bunch could all be homosexual, mm-hmm. uh, and Big Nasty is wearing all leather at a time when the village people were uh, mm. were, were making leather associated with the, with the gay scene, mm-hmm. uh, and this person said they watched this movie in the Lincoln Center here in New York recently. And then when during the scene with Big Nasty, the audience started laughing mm-hmm. because it seems obviously charged. I mean, I would say, well, let's let's just uh, put it to the, to the vote. Do you think the scene has gay overtones? Between the two of us? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I and, vote. And, our, and our listeners. And our listeners. Okay, got it. Okay, well, so we'll have at least two votes tallied here, but then yeah. we'll, and we'll tally the votes at home later. Sure. Yeah, okay. Anyone out there, send your vote in. Staff it. Come on. We're waiting for you guys. We've been listening to you modulate for the last half hour, and we're hip to what all's going down. He's wearing all leather. We want to give you guys some congratulations, especially the rubber duck, for a job well done, don't you know? Boy, we're famous now. Hey, we thank you very much, fellas. Tim 
four. Um, if it be all right with you guys, a bald eagle, sneaky snake, and this here is big nasty. Uh, we'd be right proud to be part of your little old convoy. Come on. Yeah, sure, why not? Just slip in the back door, fellas. <laughs> we sure do. Thank you all. And we all be proud to... Just slip in the back door, fellas. I mean, I don't think that's the... the I don't think that's... Uh, maybe. But, okay, so what do you feel in general? Um, you know, I could go either way. I'm going to go with no. I'm going to go with yes. I mean, I'd say that one, it is, you're inviting more curious characters. You're inviting mm-hmm. people from a different walk of life. You look at everyone so far, they're denim men. Everyone so far mm. is wearing denim. And then suddenly you get into a world where people are wearing leather, mm-hmm. head to toe. Seriously, mm-hmm. every part of their costumes are all leather. And one has the, the name Big Nasty. I think you're supposed to be implications. They're joining up with some people who uh, walk a different uh, walk a walk of life a bit differently. Hmm. Would you say that's fair to say? Um, this is, I guess this is moments before we join the uh, the Jesus freaks in there. The, and they walk a very different kind of and life. I think that's the idea. We're 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 getting more. We're curious getting the ca- cast of char- Yeah, a variety of cast characters. Yeah, but okay. it, trucker culture they're accepting. Mm-hmm. They 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 are welcoming uh, these people for mm-hmm. all their differences with open arms. Even if mm-hmm. his name is Big Nasty. You bet. That's a pretty weird name. Well, it's his trucker handle. Uh, it is kind of weird. They added it for the movie. Instead of Buffalo Bill. Compare and contrast Buffalo Bill versus Big Buff- Nasty. Buffalo Bill's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yep. Compare Big that- Nasty is does not is unexpected. It has been unexpected. Yeah. So I would say I think Sam Peckinpah thought it'd be funny to have truckers mm. with a lot of uh, kind of masculine gay stereotypes, and I think that's what he did. I I'd say I I'd say uh, mission accomplished. Alright. Okay. So we uh, that's us reading IMDb message boards and responding to Controversies about convoy. All right. Some uh, convoy traverses, as I like to say. You've heard me say that over and over again, and you tell me to stop, and I will not stop. Uh, I think it's really funny. Convoy traverses. It is very. It's 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 actually really funny. Well, that's the first time you ever gave me any praise about that. pretty well with the with what we're watching right now actually it goes pretty well with anything really it's very good there it comes again Five in this scene was this. We had a debate about this before. Was the speed limit fifty-five? Speed limit. Hey, marks back with some Newtons. I brought you a Newtons. Yeah, the Newtons. Um, 
speed limit 55. Was that, is this because it was in the government mandated uh, lower speed limit era? We talked about this before. I know. I wanted to rehash that discussion. I think it was in the episode. I believe, okay. um, I believe this was during the 55 era. Okay. Okay. A new segment on the show uh, right now, which is called, um, it is called Newton Sampling. Sampling. <laughs> sampling? <laughs> Newton Sampling. Here we go. All right, welcome to Newton Samplering. Yeah, so uh, we're. You may have heard of a Fig Newton. Those yeah, two, those are no, no, no longer. There's no no longer anything called anything. Fig Newtons are no more. But what we have are fig flavored Newtons. They're Newtons. They're Newtons. We, we all know what Newton is. All know a Newton. It's not a cookie. Yeah. It's 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 a snack plus cake. Snack plus cake. No, fruit, it's, 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 no, it's, it's fruit. It's fruit, fruit filling. Fruit and filling cake. and cake. Yeah, fruit filling and cake. All right, we got the Newton. And these, what we have in our hands right now, are. So when you think of a Newton, you might be thinking of like April, April extruded. You might be thinking of April. No, you, you don't. You might be thinking of grape. You might be thinking about. Oh. They actually make a fig flavor. They do. Yeah. This is a Newton. Fig flavored Newton right now, and we're gonna sample it's it. Fat free. They make non fat free version. They make a big deal out of the. No, they don't make a non fat free version. They're fat free because they don't have fat in them. Because they're just fruit and and carbs. So, can you name the other flavors of, of Newtons? There are four strawberry. Flavors. Yes. Uh. Ooh, that was neat. That was the easy one. Yeah. Chocolate. I mean, hint. One is blue. Blueberry. Okay, so you got one left. Strawberry, blueberry. I guess they're all fruits. Strawberry, blueberry, raspberry? No, way off. Peach? Let me just tell you. Yeah. Triple berry. Triple berry. Okay. Are we I ready don't to know which berries the triple berries I are. Well, probably all three. Raspberry, blackberry, and, and huckleberry? Huckleberry. Okay, we're going to sample the fig flavor dune right now. Strong flavor How's the fig? nose? That's pretty good. I got nose of fig. Fig. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Hint of uh, hint of, of grain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mostly fake. Okay. And the palate. Sticky. I get. I get. Yeah. I get notes of sticky. Vis- viscosity is, I'd say, high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Palate is. I'd say medium fig. Yeah, I would say uh, it comes in with a heavy mm-hmm. fig. I'd say medium plus fig. Yeah, I think it. it uh, mm-hmm. I'd say around. I'd say high fig. Round fig finish. Finishes fig. Yeah. Also some chewy chewy grains. Mm. Mostly fig. I would say the texture mm. is almost dominated by the chewy grains. Chewy grains. Yeah. Yeah. I get baking spices. Probably. Can you uh do you detect notes of uh thiamine mononitrate? Mmm, yeah. Invert sugar, mm. calcium lactate, mm. sodium benzoate, and sulfur dioxide. Mm. Not to mention uh, reduced iron. Mm. Pretty good stuff. Yep. Go say I get fig. Fig is the number one ingredient. Number two is flour. Wow. Figgy flour. Figgy figgy flour. Uh, All right. So uh, are we done? Is that? I mean, is that? Uh, did we? Another half hour in the show. We have a lot to. No, I'm. I'm saying. Please. Did we? Did we analyze? We're done with the analyze. Analyze, analyze fig. All right, we're back. Of Natchez, do you read me? 
this is Chief Stacy Love. I, uh, uh, it is very weird that he says, "I want to speak to the sheriff of Natchez." Yeah, and then Chief Stacy Love gets on the gets on the horn, and he like, and this is fine, but why was he so specific on speaking to one government official? It's because sheriffs only want to speak to sheriffs. No, I think it's because he wants the he wants someone who can broker the transition to New Mexico, and the sheriff of the New Mexico County would be ideal. Would be ideal for brokering that. Shouldn't he transition. say, "I'd like to speak to a sheriff or any"? Other highway police No, officer? I think he wants to go straight to the sheriff. Uh, but he seems happy to speak to Stacy Love. I'm detecting notes of fig. I think so. Uh, so is that a... Would you say that is at the level of a joke? That consistently, Lyle Wallace wants to work on a county-to-county level as a sheriff, but instead he's dealing with highway policemen and other city-based policemen... Uh, thwarting his county-to-county sheriff-based uh, mm. uh, desire to run the law. Is, is that is that fair to say, or do you think that's not a level of the movie that's intended? No, I don't think this part was thought through to that depth. Yeah, okay. Mm. So, uh, okay, what else uh, What else you got? Notes of fig. This, that's, that's over. Oh. That's over. Please do not make any more uh, tasting yeah. notes. Let's not get behind ourselves. Yeah, let's not. Okay. Um, what else do we? I, I'm, I got. Do you have any other notes? I made a lot more notes. Oh, okay. I, like let's, a, work, let's work through your notes. Should I do a page full convoy? Oh, sure. You hear page full convoy? Well, I mean, I can also do other stuff. Well, page full convoy. Here we go. So, page full convoy. I've been talking about long. What? It's going to calm down. All we, right. should, we should start writing letters to cast members or mm-hmm. crew members during the show every episode. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> is, does Chris Christopherson's publicist count? Yeah, but we should do it by using the Unix talk program. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Let's, um, I'm, I'm just going to, let's, quick, quick update here. Have we heard back from Chris Christopherson's publicist? No. Good. Okay. We'll be checking in regularly. We will, uh, in real time. Uh, also, follow us on Ello or Mitomo for all the latest details on uh, on our our search for fish costume knowledge. Uh, okay. So, I am mostly just reading quotes from the book. They're pretty good. Um, so, this is about Lyle getting knocked off the road. They teeter dangerously on two tires until they finally pull down to level again with a teeth-shaking jolt. Teeth-shaking. It's a good line. Uh, Very good line. So this is what Pigpen says when he says, you see, we have some bears behind him. He says, hear, tell, we got some bodacious bears behind us. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be bodacious. When you think of bodacious, what do you think? Um, I think of, like, surfers. Yeah, it's, it was co-opted by surfer culture slash valley girl culture in the early 80s. It originally came from, like, a uh, countrified hick culture thing. It was kind of like, I think it may have come from Lil Labner originally. I might be mistaken mm, on that. Lil Labner. But bodacious kind of meant, uh, I forget where it comes from, but it was originally a hick thing. It's kind of weird. What does that have to do with the bodegas? I don't think anything, honestly. Okay. Well, that's that. Uh, so what is the what is the line they say when Bookman, who in the book, remember, Bookman is driving the car. Uh, of course he, he is. When he goes, what I would say, if I have one request right now, it's that you stop doing that. <laughs> I, like to, I like to keep my microphone... <laughs> 
I I'll keep a microphone at a nice distance from my from my face. So three, and then right when I need when three I need, immediate <laughs> criticisms are one. It makes the uh, the volume of your voice uh, volatile. It does not help for that. <laughs> Two, it creates the sound of the microphone swinging around the room in itself, which is the bad thing. And three, it is distracting to look at. <laughs> That's my well, major no, it's, nice, it's nice to just have the ability to kind of, when you're ready to say something. There's a reason this isn't the way that... And we're here. <laughs> please don't do that. Please stop doing that. All right, I'll move with the mic this time. There we go. I would say, ideally, just don't move the mic, because I can hear the sounds. It's annoying. It is uh, just silent. Okay. Uh, if it was really silent, the silence says we go off. <laughs> okay, so how would you describe uh, Bookman going into the middle of the two uh, trucks? Um, risky. Uh, they use the phrase, Bookman goosed the cruiser. Goosed it. He, he shot it. it. He did. He did shoot it. Yeah. Uh, so in, in the lines in the book, they describe the idea of, I think it was bears behind him. He says, well, let's widen up here and have a look. Mm. So that was their excuse to widen up. Oh, okay. So they're looking for, they want to get astride so that they can see the truckers. Is that it? Or it what? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Then he says, okay. I don't see any bears do you, Spider Mike. He says, no, I don't. Might as well close her up. And then they do while they're in the middle. Cool. Which actually, I'd say this is one of the few things I think are stronger in the book than in the movie. But you're not seeing the visuals of the car getting torn apart. Well, I mean, I would say the dialogue is stronger yeah. here than what okay. they say. Okay. Well, uh, the dialogue is not very strong in any of these five minutes in the movie, so... Yeah, it's not a great five minutes of the movie, honestly. I mean, a defecation... Hey, let's not joke. get hurt of ourselves. Please not. Um, okay, so then Lyle says... Come on, he says to Bookman. Get your ass in gear. We gotta find the other guys and a radio that works. Which means that somehow, while the car was destroyed, the radio went out, too. But they... Okay, this is just in the book. Yeah. And then they are actually on foot outside the car. And then Bookman says, What for? The border's not five miles ahead. They'll make it for sure. And he says, From where I'm sitting, that's going to be the problem. We ain't through yet. I don't understand that. I don't know what that means. Let's just move on. Okay. Uh, The sign they passed for New Mexico is a crude hand-lettered sign. That's not. That's, that's not, not the case in the movie. Yeah, it's a nice sign. We're seeing it right yeah, now. Yeah, there it is, right there. Welcome it's a to New nice Mexico. Yellow sign. Land Welcome of what does it say? Land of enchantment. Yeah, it's the that's the famous motto of uh, New Mexico. Is Maybe. it really? Yeah, it is. No, oh. New Mexico. They have great, best license place in the country. Really? Yeah, they have a uh, bright yellow and bright turquoise. You can get one in either flavor. Land of enchantment. Yeah. So. Uh, wow. Look at that. After they passed the border in the book, they go a mile. And then they turn on the highway and head east. The duck began singing, and the rest of the convoy ju- joined in via the CB. You know what he starts singing? What? Jingle, convoy? Jingle bells, jingle Shh. bells, jingle all the way. <laughs> Great. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good. Then everyone uh, everyone uh, honks their horns all together. It was the loudest damn noise Melissa had ever heard and went on for almost a minute. By the end of it, she was shrinking and yelling with the others. They had made it. Together, they'd come through. Uh... It, this is not really about the book. This is also in the movie. Is it weird that Pigpen is the person who spots the trucks on the hill? Um, because he's not the uh, he's not the front door. Yeah, he's actually out of five cars. He is fifth. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Well, he's got the perspective. But why is no one else one? Why is no one else doing anything? And two, why is why is Pigpen take the initiative? Isn't it the front door probably take the initiative and control? The regulation of, of car of, of trucks, excuse me, in and out of the convoy. Um, I'm not sure what the rules are. 
I think yeah. the front door mostly exists to watch for bears. I mean, there aren't really... F- Do you think there's actually formal rules in a convoy? Well, so most, well, most convoys, first of all, most convoys don't uh, aren't this close to each other. In turn, the cars aren't this close to each other, right? Well, this isn't like most convoys. That's true. But mo- I mean, most convoys, you, got the, you want the front door to be down the road. Yes. So the front door is down the road far enough to let you know that there's no bears ahead. This is not... A, this, at this point in the movie, I, this is a valid mm. criticism of the convoy we saw in minute yeah. two. Yep. In, in section two. Segment Se- two. Section two, seat 18. Absolutely. Is the winner. But free tickets, free tickets, free seat upgrade, free seat upgrade. Uh, but the thing is, because in that they were actually trying to use a convoy to reduce the chance of getting tickets. Yeah. At this point, they're using a convoy in order to not just to tickets, insurance hikes. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's, it's bad news altogether. Whereas in this point in the movie, they, they are not concerned about tickets. In fact, they are only concerned about subverting the structure of law enforcement. Pretty much in uh, this entire segment of the of the, of the country, so mm-hmm. I'd say being close together is not a sin. Yep, it, it, it is a virtue at this point. Um, so I think that's a bit weird. Well, so they can sandwich a, a cop or two, you know. Yeah, and that's all I have. Uh, Pageful convoy. Okay, that's been Pageful convoy. So okay, but speaking of this, here's a line that uh, that Spider Mike says. He says in the movie, it, I think Lyle or he or the sheriff or whatever says deserves a break today. In the movie, yes. In this five minutes, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's before he's let in. We'll check it the next time around. Okay. Um, and that is a reference to the McDonald's ad campaign, correct? I doubt it. I think so. That's a pretty generic phrase. No. Deserves a break today? Yeah, I mean, look up look up deserves a break today. Okay. I just wonder when it was Oh. No, and nothing. Oh, here we go. Found it. That, wow. that line That's was new. added in 1971, yeah. uh, and it was it was used up until 1991. There we go. Got ourselves back uh, to our counts. The best counts. known jingle was uh, was "You Deserve a Break Today." That's uh, best known jingle. That's what it says here. Wow. Can you name a more better known McDonald's McDonald's jingle? jingle? Yeah, like all the other ones. Uh, got McDonald's. I'm loving it. McDonald's. I'm loving it. What else? What else you got there? Uh, there is. There was something about the, the Ronald McDonald Land. Uh, um. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you believe in magic they used? Do you believe in I mean, magic? I, in fact, we're trying to recommend brains. I have all of the phrases of McDonald's here. Their first uh, first famous slogan, let's eat out. Wow. Uh, What's their last famous slogan? Their last one here was choose lovin'. Choose lovin'. This is related to their campaign to say lovin' is better than hatin'. That was a weird campaign. Referring to yeah. the fact is that... Is that dead now? 
I believe so. Although okay. it says 2015 to present. Yeah. There's Ironic that people hating on that campaign. Yeah. Uh, one was 2009 to present. Give me back that flail fish. <laughs> the classic flail fish. Yeah, line. classic, classic campaign. You want it? You need it? You got to have a taste of McDonald's burgers. Okay, I don't 2000, remember that. 2010 on what we're made of. 2008 to present. Yep. It's what, what, no, it's what I eat. Keep, keep what going I do. back. Keep going back. I'm loving it. Nope. Keep going back. No, you know that one. Oh, I know. I'm loving it. But McDonald's. Put a smile on. Don't. I remember that one. I don't remember any jingles. We'd love to see you smile. Kind of remember that, but keep going. Did somebody say McDonald's? There you go. Sing it. Did somebody say McDonald's? Perfect. Uh, my McDonald's. Don't remember that. One, two, three, four, Big Mac Burger. <laughs> Don't remember that. That was used only in 1997. Okay. Uh, have you had your break today? Oh, that was... Wait, was that what we just... That was you deserve a break you today. You deserve a break today. And there's, have you had your break today? Man, it's they're really stuff. big on these breaks. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, That's when people eat McDonald's, so... It is. Ronald, yeah. Ronald makes it magic. Ronald makes it magic. Do you believe McDonald's. in magic? Do you believe in magic? What's the Love and Spoonful song? You know the... Do you believe in magic? You know the song. Yeah, I know. That's the song. That's not how it goes. Do you believe in magic? Not... That's not how it goes. Do you believe in magic? Do you believe in magic? Close enough. Okay. What you want is what you get at Rock Donald's today. Okay. That's from the Flintstones promotion. Got it. Uh... McDonald's today, food, folks, and fun. Food, folks, and fun. The good time, great taste of McDonald's. We're back to 1990 at this point. At this point, we're in the we're in the dark ages. That's my McDonald's. Nobody makes your day like McDonald's can. Nobody can say good nights like McDonald's can. Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. <laughs> Man, they were real ambitious, real uh, braggadocio for a while there. McDonald's sure is good to have around. That's a good, nice casual. Enjoy the best food at McDonald's. McDonald's is your kind of place. And there we go. There okay, we go. good. Uh, so good. All there right. You. So you, so we think Spider Mike was talking about McDonald's. I believe that's a that's that's a quote unquote funny thing to do, which is when you reference something, which is like an ad campaign. And it's like yeah, I'm using this in any sitcom. No, no sitcom court would would execute you uh, for uh, for uh, for just referencing an ad campaign. I mean, they did it as far back as the Looney Tunes. It's it's garbage. It's total garbage. All it does is further, uh, you know, uh, you know, you know, put an ad campaign out there saying that this is something that matters. This isn't trash. This is a real thing. So there you go. Oh, we missed the line though. That's too bad. Do you read me? Uh, this is Chief Stacy Love, Agua Dulce, New Mexico. I got a copy on you. Agua Dulce. Agua Dulce, New Mexico. Really weird. Convoy of runaway truckers. Are they being led by a man called Rubber Ducky? I suspect. And they'll be crossing your state line pretty quick. Uh, thank you, sir. We'll give you any help we can. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd send a... It looks like... And, uh... So the, everyone in the convoy thinks as soon as they go to the state line, they'll be safe. Yeah, and, and that seems to very much not be the case. I mean, and I would say 
it's one thing if the movie has consistent legal laws that make this that case or not. No, I think it's the movie needs a motivation to get the truckers to move. <laughs> and the line is, and I think I'll be safe there. I'll be safe. Yeah, we just got to do Sharky's Road in New Mexico, and we'll be fine. Yeah, you can't convict us. There. And then, like the thing that happens before they're even in New Mexico, is that like the New Mexican police are already looking for them. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it, it feels like. One either in the Are logic in of the Mexico movie known as New Mexicans. Yeah, if you're from New Mexico, you're like, yeah, I'm a New Mexican. Yeah, is that kind of weird? No, you're from New Mexico. I'm, I'm a New Mexican. It's kind of weird. We have a state called New Mexico. It is weird. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, if you say you're from uh, New York, they say, you say I'm a New Yorker. I'm a New Yorker. New Yorker. So should it be New Mexico? No, because you're like a Yorker. In, uh-huh. in, uh If you're from York. In York, York. Yeah, York, I'm a Yorker. Famous Yorkers. Yorkshire. I'm a Yorkshire pudding. Or no, that's from Yorkshire. Ah, uh, okay. Different place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we see uh, the three guys. I don't know which one Bald Eagle and which one is uh, Sneaky Nobody Snake. Nobody knows yet. But one has a white cab at the front of the Magnavox, mm. and the other guy uh, is in a blue cab. We don't know what his, what his truck is, but they're all joining the convoy. That's great news. Uh, small visual detail. We see that... Uh, we see that Spider Mike's car is from El Paso, Texas. Fly trucking from El Paso, Texas. At least the company he works for is based in El Paso, Texas. Okay. Okay. So he's got to get to Texas as well. Him and Melissa have a shared goal here. Yeah. I don't know if this is anything to do with. Uh, I mean, it's not. Explained. We've gotten this far into the film without yet hearing about Spider Mike's big revelation or big, big uh, motivation right now. We know. Yes, that's the reason this came up in the before the bar fight. Did it? Yeah, that is. is oh, that's right. Is this woman's gonna pop? Is that was that in the bar fight? Yeah, that's the reason he says I need to leave. You can't put me in jail for vagrancy. Okay, uh, but he does well. She, she's she's t- like ten months pregnant. Blah, Got blah, blah. it. So why is he messing around with the convoy? Because he's trying to move across the country. Okay, all right. I mean, the thing is, the convoy protected But he's going to stop in Texas, just hang I'm out? I'm going to stop you here. Please yeah. go back, listen yeah. to episodes four, five, and six okay. of Earful of Convoy. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll send you a link. It'll okay. be great. And yep. then you can listen, uh, get some details on this. All right, let's 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 get an update on whether the publicist uh, has pa- responded. Polly Trucking. Has Chris Starverson's publicist responded to my email? Uh, the answer is no for the time being. Ooh. Well, it's yeah. going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh and Poly Trucking, which is uh, Pigpen's company, based out of Patterson, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Lovely Patterson. So, uh, so visual components in the movie, it's kind of weird that uh, I should watch the lines differently. So we see all the truckers moving from the left part of the screen to the right to be kind of westerly to easterly. Mm-hmm. This is reversed, I believe... Uh, Soon after they get into New Mexico, at that point we actually see them going from right to left, mm-hmm. and at that point we see uh, Steve Chasey Love taking over, moving mm-hmm. left to right. I think that this is an intentional. They're going to collide. Yeah, they're going to come at each other well, in New Mexico. It, it's nice that you see them going head to head because yeah. you get the impression that Steve Chasey Love, Steve Chasey Love, is going right towards their their front. That's, they're going to have a showdown. Yeah, that is the that's you you do get that impression. You do. It's that, good cinem- cinematography. That's good. Yeah, it's it's consistent cutting. It is, and it's good that they suddenly change the direction of the convoy. And you don't notice by going first behind them and then sneaking around the other way. Oh yeah, a regular sneaky snake. Uh, any, are you done with all your, your notes? I'm done with I I did not have many notes. Uh, oh, I, I did I did note when they're when the cop car is getting crushed, wouldn't just slowing down or stopping prevent the damage? Well, he gets stuck. I guess he does get stuck. 
I'd say um, after you get sandwiched, there's not a whole lot he could do. The only thing he really could do is the moment they're moving in, slam mm-hmm. on the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, no, those are all we worked through all my notes. So, so I think this part of the movie, I think, uh, meaningfully touches on something I think we all are thinking about as we watch this part of the movie, uh, which is sovereign citizens. Sovereign citizens. <laughs> So, compare and contrast this part of the movie to the Sovereign Citizens campaign. I would say, I mean, the I would say Sovereign Citizens would probably identify with the truckers quite a bit in this movie. So, describe Throughout. again for the sake of our listeners the no. Sovereign Citizens campaign. No, no, no. Well, no. It, well it's uh, they they're mostly anarchists, right? Uh, in uh, they're anarchists to the degree to which it benefits themselves. <laughs> So like most anarchists. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, okay, so they are people who believe that the government has no jurisdiction to do anything to them. Uh, they believe that elected sheriffs... Only sheriffs? I think like, yes. they're basically anarchists. Elected sheriffs do, but, but po- state police do not. County sheriffs do. State police do not. State police have no authority over them and no ability to compel them to do things or, or arrest them, etc., um, they are answerable only to a particular interpretation of the common law and not through any statutes or proceedings at the federal, state, or municipal level. Sounds like they don't they don't recognize currency. They believe they're free of any legal constraints. Uh-huh. As far as they're concerned, it sounds like they think they're just... They, they just live in anarchy. Pretty much. Which is... How is this different than what the truckers are currently experiencing? It's very similar. I mean, it seems that... Well, the the truckers seem to think, though, that crossing state lines is a key component of this, whereas I don't think sovereign citizens think that. Is... Are the truckers... Should we assume that they are desperately naive? Um... No, I think they... They know what's... They... If anything, they know what's going on. They know what's up. We'd like to see people who are, like, good and smart at what they do... Do we see much of indication that they are very good or yeah, smart? The la- the, yeah, the whole last uh, last five minutes we were talking about how great the truckers are, how good they they're are good at, at navigating trucking. their... They're, but they're a train wreck at everything else. That's true, but they're very good at trucking. Yeah, but it's is how far does that get them? Well, it gets, them, it gets them into New Mexico, I can tell you that much. I mean, they are uh, their lives are worth nothing at this point. They They are worth more dead than alive. Is that true at this point? Because their cargo is worth more? Not yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying that they are they're wanted mm. by the law. They are, and they don't really have any plans. Would you Would you want to be in a government governed by the the folks of the convoy? No. What would you say the biggest drawbacks would be? Uh, they don't behave uh, logically. <laughs> what, what What in particular comes to mind when you say that? Um. Uh, lot, there's a lot of uh, taking Sharky's Road is one. Uh, oh, that worked out perfectly. That was okay. the smartest I guess you're right. movie. Going to another state. Um, well, yeah. An attempt to get away from the law. I mean, uh, compared to, I mean, here's the thing: the moving, whole bar fight. Moving makes sense considering the whole the bar details. fight. Yeah. Well, I guess the idea is they. I mean, Spider Mike punched out an officer of the law. Yeah. And it escalated from there. They they wanted to make sure no one got shot. Okay. I mean, it it quickly escalated, but they're all protecting each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would say the thing is, leaving the bar and fleeing makes sense. What's confusing is thinking that going to Arizona would, uh, getting out of Arizona would ever help them, because it seems unlikely. Yes, and that is a consistent, that is pretty much the only thing that they're doing at this point. So now let me read uh, something uh, called The Dog Brothers. 
In 2011, following its successful campaign to have the ban imposed by the British Board of Censors upon Sam Peckinpah's The Straw Dogs listed, Fremantle Media approached documentary filmmaker Nick Redman to put together a group of Peckinpah experts. Peckinpah experts. Peck experts. Does it say that, or did you come up with that? Uh, it, I, I bring you between the lines. Okay. Uh, Peckinpah experts to do a commentary track to be added to the soon-to-be-released DVD. Calling upon Peckinpah authors Simmons, this is uh, Garner Simmons, Paul Cedor, and David Weddle, Redmond moderated what turned out to be a lively, freeform discussion of the film, which now appears in the UK version of Straw Dogs DVD, released in 2002. Meeting to celebrate the DVD's success, the Dogs Brothers were born. It was called the Dog Brothers earlier, here it's called the Dogs Brothers. Given that Fremantle Media's release of the Straw Dogs became an instant bestseller in Britain, the Dog Brothers were asked to do a commentaries in the majority of Peckinpah films that became available on DVD. To date, the Dog Brothers have done the audio commentaries on the following Peckinpah films. Ride the High Country, Major Dundee, The Wild Bunch, The Battle of the Cable Hogue, Straw Dogs, Junior Bonner, The Getaway, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Brandon are these Hedel- the people who did the Blu-ray commentary? Yes, these are the guys. Oh, no. Yeah. So oh, no. In particular. I'll the Dog about- Brothers. The Dog Brothers. Okay. So- Plus there's one other guy, too. Due primarily to problems pertaining to clear rights of ownership, the Deadly Companions, Carol Lee, Cross of Iron, and Convoy remain to be done. Uh, but it's been done since. So this webpage has not been updated. This is GarnerSimmons.com. Garner Simmons, of all the guys, he is the fellow, one, who is the most negative by far. Yeah. Uh, two, he is the fellow who actually says, I worked as a director. It's like, oh, I did steal. Uh, oh, Sam has a wonderful ability of the montage, and I... Yes, I, I freely admit I make homages to it in my work. Uh, so his work is, he is most known for, actually, look up yourself. It's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, go to IMDb, Garner Simmons. How are you doing? Uh, it talks about his, homage, his homages. Uh, okay, let's see. Best known for? Producing. A director, one credit. Poltergeist, the legacy. Yes. <laughs> so this is... Wait, it's a TV series. It is a TV series. Okay, four episodes. Yeah. Poltergeist, The Legacy. It's true. Yeah, so I'm just saying, it's not exactly, like, for him tearing apart Convoy consistently, it's not like his work is exactly masterful. I've watched his, <laughs> I've watched his sizzle reel, uh, and he just says, like, he was talking about, you know, everyone is saying, like, oh, this this dust segment, is it is invigorating, it's, it's interesting. He says, like, well, it doesn't really... Move the film narratively. I'd like, nothing... I'd like to see you make something better. It's like it, Garner Simmons. It, it serves no purpose. Calling you out, Garner Simmons. Yeah, we're calling out Garner Simmons. Uh, so, is this an official uh, earful feud? It's an official call out. Garner Simmons. Should, do we need to make a feud page on our website? Uh, f- yes, we should make a feud section. Okay, we should do a yep, feud and section. And a fugues section. We should, Can I, we do. F- that's on you. Normal. Yes. Normal. Just normal content. Yes. Okay, then fugues. Then fugues. Then feuds. Then feuds. Good. Okay. Good. Right. Three, uh, classic three level. Three level. Normal. Yeah. Fugues. Yeah. Feuds. Gordon Simmons called this uh, this part of the film feeble. That Well, this this five minutes, sure, but the, the, he part, says, the dust part, no. He says not. Sam uh, tried to uh, make an attempt to elevate a bad script into something better, and he failed. <laughs> Wow, okay, he's wrong. Yeah. About lots of things. Okay. But the script is bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that's that's BWL Norton's problem. It is. Okay. Uh, we, but we're not calling him out, are we? Well, we're, yeah, we're, we get a second, we get a second feud. I think we, I'm, I'm, I'm saying he created a good story. It's not bad. 
Well, but he, it was based on a song. I mean, it was really C.W. McCall that created... created well, C.W. McCall's a genius in the room here. Let's, <laughs> exactly. let's be clear. It's It came from... The genesis was C.W. McCall, genius, yeah. yep. and then Sam Peckinpah, genius. Yep. In the middle, it sags a bit <laughs> with B.W.L. Norton. Yep. But, I mean, I'd say that's... It, it's but still, your book ended by genius, so you exactly. can't go wrong. You can't go that far wrong. Uh, so okay, ge- it's time for a favorite segment. I'm, lo- I'm looking up in the sky right now, yeah. and I'm, I'm noticing and what are you something saying? approaching. What are you seeing? What are you I don't saying? know. It's a little far away. It might be a bird. Possibly a plane. Uh, what am I seeing? I think it's a bear in the air. It seems a bit stationary. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bear in the air that's just gonna sit there on the tarmac. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll. Uh... It's got seven minutes to to perk up here. Oh, let me swipe this away again. <laughs> it's, it's been a few minutes. There we go. Nope, I thought it was turning. Oh, wow. Okay, an error occurred. I'd say never trust a... There we go. It's back. This is this is a this train is bad. This is this is, well, no, it's not. It's a plane. It's a. What should call a YouTube customer support? Yeah. Wow. This is this video is just not happy. So uh, how about we each make uh, bear in the air sounds? That's basically the sound of my voice. Here we go. Okay, so what are we seeing here today? This is an AH-64HA Apache takeoff air show display wheelie landing Hellenic Army AFW 2013. There we go. Okay, you, might, you might wish to move ahead to the part where they're actually doing stuff and not just moving around <laughs> their headlights. It's pretty good, though. Imagine a world oh, where boy, there it goes. Here. Wow, it's real. It's going to crash. All right, we're good. Okay, the bear's in the air. So, here's the part where we rate... Bear in the air is where we take the veritable bear's eye view of the movie yep. Convoy. Bear's eye view. And we rate the movie as a whole. Yep. The movie up to this point as a whole. Yep. And, uh... The movie as a whole as a whole. Movie up to this point as a whole. And then this And five this minutes. segment, five minutes. Yes. Okay, movie as a whole as a whole. You ready? Yes. Three, two, two one. Five, five stars. stars. Okay, good. Yes. Movie up to this point as a whole. You yes. ready? Three, Three, two, two one. one. Four Five stars. Eight. Okay. Four, you don't know. No. No half stars. You didn't say that this time. Okay. No half stars. No half stars. Okay. Yes. This segment. Yeah. Ready? I'm not locked in. You're not locked in. Okay. You got plenty of time to think about it. You got all three minutes. This is either a one, a two, a three, or four, five. I don't want to know. Or zero stars. I don't want to know. Zero stars is not on the table. It has to be one to five stars, no half stars. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm locked in. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one, two stars. Good, nailed Bam. it. It's not, a, it's not a good five minutes. No, but it's a two-star five minutes. I mean, and it's in the context of five-star movie. It is, yeah. So there's that. Uh, yeah, it's a two out of five. Yep. All right. It's, it's one. I mean, I would say my primary criticism is it's feeble. I'd say feeble comes to mind as the main feeble. Yeah. But there's, so there's feeble. still funny stuff. I mean... It's. I respect the stunt of the of the car crash. Yeah. It's not. It's not satisfying. No, it's not really good fun. It's not fun at all. Really. Uh, okay, 
So, uh, yeah, Narnia is coming up in just a matter of minutes. Uh, we should uh, switch over to that. Let's uh, let's go out in our, our famous promo. Famous promo. Uh, any other final words for our trucker uh, guys and gals out there? Uh, I would just say one thing. What is that? Uh, which is uh, Trucker Talk the Best. Trucker Talk the Best. Uh, KZSU Stanford, Trucker Talk the Best. You need to hit that breaker, what's your 20 this year? You screwed it up. You screwed it up badly. We're fine. Everything's fine. Breaker, breaker, what's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for... An ear full of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much alike. That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. 